we've seen this copy being validated before we decide to keep this copy consistent because serial reinvented might not be the best opening line. Hello and welcome to episode eight of Ecom Life. We're almost approaching double digits of episodes, uh, so interested to see where the format of the show goes. Potentially we're gonna to start to get some interviews, uh, some other uh, guests on the show, so you don't just have to listen to me talk all the time. Um, so yeah, interested to see where this show goes. Obviously, if you've got any ideas, if you'd like to be on the show, feel free to drop me a message on LinkedIn or on Twitter, and we can go from there. So this episode is going to be a bit, little bit different. What I've done recently is I've recorded a ad library creative review for free D2C serial brands. One of them not being Magic Spoon. I decided not to focus on that unicorn brand. Um, I do go into this a little bit on the episode, but I don't think it's sort of very beneficial to a lot of brands to focus on um, what brands at that scale are doing. Uh, it's kind of like trying to audit and take on board what Coca-Cola, Apple, McDonald's, a brand like that are doing because ultimately their objectives, their goals are going to be de- very different to yours. Um, so yeah, this episode was recorded for LinkedIn. Obviously, it's a video episode because I'm sharing the screen and I'm walking you through the ad libraries of these brands. So if you're watching this on any other platform other than Spotify, you'll just be hearing my voice. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you'll be able to watch the video uploaded with the episode. So I'd recommend you watch it there. Um, And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, If you are watching this video, you'll be able to see in the background that we've had the loft decorated recently. I mentioned this on the the really quick episode that I uploaded last. Um, You can see in the corner, there's a little bit bit left, which needs fixing. We need the plaster doing in the loft uh, and then it'll be completely finished. I might even move my desk around, put some shelves behind me get some houseplants, you know, that sort of grown-up stuff. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the uh, ad library review. I'm looking forward to doing more um, audit and sort of consultancy pieces like this for the podcast. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Magic Spoon, I've got that up on my screen. That's a bit of a uh, clickbait, to be honest. Um, I know sort of a lot of people might audit or try and review what a brand like these are doing. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. It's kind of like trying to take what Coca-Cola or Apple are doing from a marketing strategy and trying to apply it to your brand. Their goals, their budget objectives are gonna be a million miles away from what your objectives are gonna be. So what I've pulled out is free Similar-ish um, D2C cereal or uh, sort of similar product brands. Misfits Health, uh, sort of like cereal bars, protein bars, those sort of things. First thing that I noticed that I always look at in ad libraries, uh, these guys have got ads live from 27th of March, which is a really good indication that it means that they've been able to justify keeping these ads on for a long time. And that usually means that they're sort of hitting KPIs or exceeding them. Um, So yeah, really good sign that they've got ads live for that long. Um, One thing I noticed was they've got tons of um, sort of like review focused creative, um, or especially around this period in April, they started to launch a lot of review focused creative, which is always something that we'd like to test. And especially if you've got a lot of uh, valid reviews, then 
they can those reviews can both like generate content for you to test generate copy but then also generate ideas maybe certain review leads into a pain point that you didn't know existed uh, and that could um, then go on to you know generate a concept that um, changes an ad account over uh, you know over the course of a few weeks when you're testing that concept so definitely lean into reviews definitely read them um, and be sort of quite purposeful about which reviews you test. Don't just test, this is the best cereal ever. That doesn't really tell us anything. Test, um, you know, as a sort of a bad example, you know, this cereal, um, it woke me up. I went then went on to have the best day ever because I had, I had energy throughout the rest of the day. There's a, there's a pain point and then a USP featured in that review. And that's always the best type of review to sort of lean into. Um, one thing that I do think is sort of like worthwhile Looking at for a lot of brands is this page name here. So obviously Misfits Health to a new audience. I'm new to this brand. It doesn't necessarily tell us straight away who they are or what they sell. That's a really strong place. It's on every ad, your Facebook page or your Instagram profile name. Use that space to communicate and make your product more legible to new impressions. Maybe it could be Misfits Health plant-powered protein snacks. Put that into the page name. They've got tons of creative in here, which obviously uses this, uh, you know, like color pop background. Um, I do think it's really great that they're leading into this. It's obviously a look and feel that's very strong for the brand. It's gonna make that look and feel sort of very memorable um, as audiences see those ads over and over again. Certain brand colors will be, will relate the customer back to this brand over time however i would recommend trying to test moving away from that image uh, that color background and what happens if we try and keep some of these um variables the same but change the background to you know shooting it in a in a kitchen shooting it uh, on the street and um, you know in a classroom in an office what happens when we change that because what's likely happening is these ads are over focusing on an audience which reacts to this look and feel, which is great to go deep on an audience, but what that can sort of like lead to is leading first time impression ratio could drop because you're over focusing on people who engage with these ads and you're leaving other audiences alone by not setting up ads which they might engage with. They had one video go live around here, so either this was one video out of a batch and this was the best performing and this is the one that's been left on and all the others have been paused or they only just tested this one it doesn't pull the product in until around the second second um obviously like an average first uh, an average thumb stop rate or a good average would be around 40 percent so that'd leave you know 60 percent of people might never even see what the product is in the video so what happens if we cut those first two seconds off and go straight to showing what the product is um, I'd also be really interested in testing, trying to include a USP or problem that you're trying to solve in the start, you know, taste test time. That doesn't really, that might not be the best opening line. And that changing that opening hook, changing the text could be a way to get 10 videos out of one asset, one video asset. You, know, you could potentially get 10 different variations or more. Um, just out of this one video. Then when we scroll up a bit more, they've started to test um, some reviews again. I do think it's worth 
testing a different creative look and feel with these reviews. What happens if we just focus on one? What happens if we if we highlight how many reviews they've got? You know, over five thousand, over a thousand rated five out of five. Those sort of things. They're they're leaning into this look and feel for the reviews without necessarily testing that that look and feel is the one that they should focus on. They might be presuming that that might be the best design, whereas actually that might not be validated. Overall, I think, you know, really positive impression from the ad library. And um, again, we can see another one of these review ads here. Again, it does look very similar to the other ones, but I do think it'd be worthwhile testing a different design, but keeping that review concept the same. Yeah, I think it's a, overall, from what we can see, they look like they're in a strong position, especially when you consider that they've got ads live from March. A lot of the more recent ads look very similar to those ads. So therefore it's logical to think that um, their performance is quite consistently because they haven't dramatically changed what they're doing from an ad library point of view. Uh, so this second one, Creatures of Habit, um, I hadn't heard of the brand before. Ads live from June. So, you know, a couple of months, over two months, but not in the same realm as Misfits Health when we think about how long their longest running ads have been live. Um, straight away you can see like 100% video ads, which is great. You know, you can communicate a lot of things in videos. You can, you will over-serve to audiences that react to videos. And we already, we know what's been going on with Instagram this year. It's gonna, videos are obviously very important to that platform. Um, only point ad makers, either they've tested images previously, it didn't work, or they haven't tested them because they've got access to these videos. So I would be interested in testing some of the concepts that they're testing here, some of the copy, some of the opening lines against images to confirm if those concepts work, and then also to try and find audiences that engage with image ads, because we know single image ads can work in accounts. We know some ad accounts only use images and they do really well. Um, so it's logical to think that there's going to be some room in this ad account to run image ads. You might get a lower CPM, um, you might get a higher click-through rate, you might get served to different placements by using images. So there's potentially some low-hanging fruit that they could tap up just by, just by running some image ads. Also using images, it's likely that you could test a lot of concepts very quickly for very cheap Images are obviously a lot cheaper to create. They don't take as long and they might not cost as much if you're sort of paying a creator. You could test a lot of concepts, a lot of creatives for not much resource and then also not much media spend. And that could potentially then close that loop and you could then use those learnings from image testing to then brief new videos. More uh, older ads, you can see a lot of the videos are very different and these are likely the best performing ones that they had running. More recently, which is quite interesting, around here you can see that they keep the creator consistent and they change opening hook. So obviously what they're doing is they're trying to understand, okay, if we start by talking about a specific problem at the start, which one performs the best? I'd, re I'd again, going back to that image idea, I'd recommend either at the same time as running these tests on videos, testing those hooks on images, or after, if you've pulled out the top three hooks from these videos, applying those to image ads, and then trying to validate, okay, do they perform there? Do they not perform? Can we have an image variation of this video in tandem, running at the same time? Because that's gonna then serve to those different audiences that engage with images. 
Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely recommend trying to keep this sort of methodology going, but testing formats basically. And then Brave, so a lot less ads were in the ad account for, compared to both of them. Their oldest ad is only around a month old. So, you know, they, they've got less data in the ad account, it's logical to think. And so far, they're testing different creatives and different copies, different look and feel. Obviously, they've started here by testing this like variety pack angle. They've got some reviews and they've got some USPs. They've got a price saving in there, free shipping. So these ads have got a lot of elements going on. And then what happens is they, they sort of pivot after a month into testing these different image ads only flag i'd say is they've kept this opening line consistent through all of these ads as long as this isn't dynamic creative and there's other there's other uh, pieces of copy behind this ad because that might happen the ad library doesn't always show you 100 percent of what's going on um, but if this is the case that this is the copy that they're using across every one of these ads i would have liked to have seen this copy being validated before we decide to keep this copy consistent because serial reinvented might not be the best opening line maybe it's best to just go straight into no sugar no empty carbs no grains maybe it's best to talk about this offer maybe it's best to talk about these usps maybe it's best to use this review and um, you know we could be impacting the performance of this creative test just by not having the best ad copy as the constant variable. So whenever we run image testing, we wanna make sure that the copy in the headline that we keep consistent has been validate, validated and we and we don't need to worry about, you know, is that gonna find the right audience or not? They're testing different images. The flag between these two here is obviously, this is the same image. This one's got no text over the top. This one's got two different concepts added to it at the same time. Cereal reinvented, no sugar, no grains, no grains, max flavor. If this ad does a lot better than this ad, we don't actually know if it's cereal reinvented or if it's these USPs that have made the difference. So I would try and only add one additional message to each image at a time because then that's gonna make um, the understanding of the test a lot easier. Then obviously they change the image and they change the message. What I would have preferred to have seen is keeping this red image the same and adding this copy. Because if this ad here does twice as well as this ad, we don't know if it's the blue image or if it's that text. Um, so that's not gonna inform us on what to do next. Um, we could then go on to test all images in blue but it could be this copy which has actually made the difference. So that could actually sort of misinform us on what to do next. Um, then they, we've got some, we've got a video launched into the ad library, which is great to see. Um, unfortunately, it's only one. Maybe they only had one video uh, created. We've changed the copy. What I would have preferred to have seen is like seeing like the copy kept consistent. Obviously, this copy is relevant to the video. Um, so that's maybe the potential reason why. The only sort of point that I've got here is it's difficult to see the product in the video as you scroll through. It's only six seconds, which is good. I think it's good to test videos that are super short, but what I would have liked to have seen is either like starting with the product or ending with the product and maybe potentially having the product in, the, in like the third second, because obviously a lot of these other ads, we've got the box in, 
you're sort of trying to reaffirm the box as the product and that's going to help as you serve impressions to the same users over time they're going to keep seeing these boxes the boxes become the brand whereas this video doesn't actually necessarily um, support that uh, so yeah, that's that's the free ad libraries. Maybe what we'll do is we'll do a review on Magic Spoon at some point in the future. Um, yeah, so what I've done is I've pulled out some of the best, um, some what I think are some of the best, sort of strongest ads out of each of the ad libraries. I've pulled them into this foreplay link. I'll drop them in the description or the comments below. Um, yeah, let me know what you think of this sort of ad library rundown. Has it benefited you? Did you agree? More interest than me, did you disagree with what I've said? And as ever, speak soon. Thanks very much.